The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Now, I can convince On Point with Victor to stay with us for once for a little session here because there is a Georgia bill that he and I both have been talking about for probably years now. Cause you see all these, all these businesses want to throw up their gun-free zone signs, guns, you know, I'm a gun-free zone, you're a gun-free zone, this business is a gun-free zone. And I've been thinking, hey, what, so if I have to leave my gun in the car, does that make you responsible for my safety? Apparently now in Georgia, there's a bill pending that any private property owners should be able to prohibit a firearm on their premises if they want. But if they do so, they have to be held responsible for any harm that might befall a lawful gun owner who was disarmed by their policy. Roger, clearly, clearly somebody in the Georgia legislature is finally listening to us. Do we have eight listeners now? Maybe. I don't know. I must have eight now. So there we go. Yeah. Because you and I have talked about this. Yeah. Because remember, Roger, and now, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings doesn't do this anymore. Oh, really? Oh, remember. They, they used to have the sign there. They used out to have there. a sign. They took them down. But I it had a picture of Beretta on it, so I didn't worry when I went in. Yeah, right, because we don't I carry don't carry Beretta. Beretta. I don't carry Beretta Not either. that there's anything wrong with it, but I just there's anything to carry wrong with it. But Roger, you and I talked about that before because when we walk, we walk, we both were in a Wild Wings with our guns. Uh, and I'm not afraid to say this, uh, even though they had the stupid sign. Now we would have. I don't both read, left. I don't read very well anyway. We, exactly. And, and not, we both would have left had they asked us, but we, we concealed well, we very well. Wave the gun around. Exactly. We didn't set it well, on the table when we got there. That's what I'm saying. We concealed very well and nobody had an <laughs> right. idea. Nobody had a clue. But my question has always been in yours, and we talked about this before. If you're going to tell me I can't bring my Second Amendment right to if protect you vi- myself, if you violate my rights, so you're yeah, you're violating my right to protect myself. And I'm in your establishment, and something happens, and I get injured, then you're responsible for it. You and are this now. This bill is perfect. Yes, now they're going to say, okay, you can have a gun-free zone, but then you are held responsible for any harm that may come somebody Man. for not being able to defend themselves. This this makes me proud to be a Georgian because yes. I have a big problem with our GOP in this state anyway, but this this is great. And uh if Kemp even sneezes if he to not flinches sign, it, not yeah, if he even flinches to, to not slap sign. him all the uh, who knows with a rolled up newspaper. Absolutely. <laughs> Bad but governor. This, Bad governor. Now, it if has this to be passes, though, imagine how much repercussions they'll have in Man. other states that go, hey, you know, there's gonna if we're be, a pro-gun state, we uh, need to pass a bill You'll watch and too. see Florida will be next. Yep. DeSantis will is, be I next. Mean, this is brilliant. In, in fact, if, if Georgia waffles, DeSantis will probably beat us to this, but... right. You know, Georgia, the Republicans have control of the House. They have control in the Senate. They have the governorship. There is no reason not to pass this. Right, exactly. If they are pro- truly uh, pro-gun, yeah. they need to pass this. And it's a matter of safety, too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've it, been preaching for years. You mm-hmm. have to be your own first responder. 100%. Because with 100%. with police with I, police enrollment just, going way down, mm-hmm. less police on the job, less police right. willing to take a risk willing to take, because of suits I, and everything, lawsuits. Roger, I was in a place the other night and two uh brookhaven police officers came in great guys uh but they were telling me i mean they were practically you want a job you want a job you want a job yeah. oh yeah they cannot hide they're 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 not hired to capacity DeKalb county we were talking about DeKalb county in georgia is way way under full employment 
uh, and, and they cannot get officers. And why can't they get officers? Because the Democrat Party has has belittled officers. They've demonized officers. So who wants the job? Right. They're, they're allowing they're, criminals to well, take letting, top shots at officers. They're letting the politicians run public safety instead yeah. of the police instead running of the public police. safety. Look at New York City. You can beat the snot out of a cop and get away with it. And walk out. Who on, wants to be a cop? Walk out on bond that yeah, same that day. That same day. Flipping everybody off. Who wants to be a cop? And they wonder why New York City police are leaving and coming to Georgia. Oh yeah, and Florida. they're having to put restrictions on the number you, that can retire. You know how, per month, right? Because they're wanting to because overwhelm wanting the to, system yeah. with retirement. You they know don't how want many to be there anymore? How many NYPD officers are now in Tennessee, Georgia, and Florida? I mean, it's, it's right, insane. and even in Georgia, we have trouble getting them here too. Like you said, Brookhaven, we do have a problem County. because people are not choosing to be cops anymore, and it's causing a problem. And, and well, it uh, used to be a time. Honor yeah. profession, and now the politicians yeah, are turning be. it into some the, sort yeah. of and you know, why? So terrible thing. You know, I talked about today, Roger, on my show. The Democrats are knowingly allowing criminals to come across the border. Was it seven point two million now, people? Oh, it's what crazy. about you? Hear about it's the crazy. UGA it's killing? Crazy. Right, a, a, a twenty-two-year-old nursing criminal. And uh, but they're letting these criminals come across, and they're demonizing police, causing police forces to be uh, not fully hired. So what is that going to do to society? You're causing chaos, which is what a despot does when they want total control. Right? They want to cause chaos so they can claim that they put it back with this new control over everything. With a state government police, everything the Democrats are doing is right out of the authoritarian handbook. And yet they turn around and call Republicans fascists. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, Ooh, that's another good word, fascist. Your Democrat Party is about as authoritarian and fascist as you could possibly get because fascism and authoritarianism goes awfully well together. They hold we, hands in the playground and, all the time. All the time. <laughs> and we know this. You only have to go back to and look at Nazism to see how fashion, 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 fascism, fascism <laughs> and authoritarianism go hand in hand. And, and this is your Democrat Party today. Yep, it's uh, and it's unbelievable. But, and they man. want and they want to take responsibility for everything. Like I say all the time, gun control. It's not about the guns; no. it's about the control. Yeah. Once absolutely. they take guns out of your hands, then you have to rely on them. On them, you have to rely on these police, Ugh, which yeah. aren't coming to work, which are retiring <laughs> yeah. in record numbers, yeah. to come to your because, house and defend you. Because the politicians and these politicians aren't going to come defend you. No, they're going to be. They and, said, where, and where these politicians live behind their big walls. That's right, with private armed security with guards. Private armed security carrying guards. any kind of guns they want that you're not allowed that to. You're have. not allowed to have. And these politicians are paying private security with your tax dollars. That's right. You can't protect yourself with your own dollars, but they can. But they can protect themselves with your dollars. Yeah. This, this is, is a great bill. Kudos oh, yeah. to Georgia. I want to know who introduced this bill. Do you know? Um. Yes, I do. Martin Momtahan. Where is, where do you know his district? Uh, Representative Martin has, uh, he does not say. It's House Bill 1364. Wow. House Bill 1364. If, if, if one Republican, hand. I, if one Republican votes against this, and then it's going to be up to the people of Georgia to throw them out. Right, cause this, no I mean, you can have a gun free zone if you want. It's your private business. But if you do, you then take on but the responsibility taking on, yeah. of taking away that right from if, that person. If I come to your establishment and I'm not going to be allowed to be my first responder, then you're going to be my first responder. Now there still are certain restrictions on this. Like if you're in an establishment drinking alcohol, you're not supposed to be on. Well, those go under the laws. Yeah. Of carrying that's guns. laws that are there. Smart. That's under yeah, carry laws that's anyway. Under carry laws I anyway. Better when I'm drinking. 
Oh, well, producer Brett, you know, he said he shoots better when he's a little drunk. <laughs> Under the influence of something. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if some people do. <laughs> That's entirely an you know, ATF. It's alcohol, tobacco, and farm. It sounds like a convenience store. Sounds like a convenience store. <laughs> yeah, but this is, if they pass this, this is going to be outstanding because hopefully other states will see this and go, you know what? Yeah, see, we already know. It's been decided in the Supreme Court. Police are not responsible for an individual's safety. Right. Because if you call the police, they don't get there in time, or they get there and they don't shoot the bad guy before he shoots you, they're not held responsible for that. Wow. That is not their responsibility. And they've determined that. That was a Supreme Court case right. that was settled years ago. So in order to protect yourself, you have to do it. Or hire armed bodyguards to or do it for you. Armed guards, you know, yeah. and unfortunately you're not a politician, so you don't have access to billions of dollars of taxpayer money to to pay for your own family security. Yep. It's just, but this, hopefully this will go nationwide. Hopefully this will get picked up and turn into a standard in many states. Cause now, yeah, you have your Man, gun-free zone. Anything happens to me and I'm not armed and I could have been, mm-hmm. you pay yeah. all, you yeah. are fully responsible for any now, harm I receive yeah. in your place of business during I, any kind I, of attack. I'll tell you, Roger, and you and I are both same on this. <laughs> I don't frequent establishments that won't let me protect myself because i'm not gonna there's too much when you've got an open border and you've got terrorists over here you've got criminals from venezuela over here, coming over in really uh, i'm not going to put myself in a position where i can't fire back if That's you're going right. to take a shot at me uh you, you ain't taking a shot at me without getting some That's coming right. back your way That's you, right. you may get me but I ain't going by myself. Yeah, I ain't go. <laughs> so, I'm going to die in a pile of empty brass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if I die, it ain't going to be with a loaded gun. <laughs> that's right. I may have to throw it at him at the end, but yeah, still, right. that's it. Yeah, but yeah this is brilliant. I'm just hoping this yeah. goes through, though. And, of course, Georgia just recently joined the group of states that are carry-free or carry uh, free. permit-free yeah. carry now. We're um, constitutional carry. Right. Now, and Kudos of course, to Georgia for that. I still recommend getting the permit if your state offers it. Oh, I'll tell you why to get the permit. I still have mine. I just oh, yeah. renewed and I'm going to renew year. mine too. Yeah. Um, and I and the reason I renewed is because I drive a lot, I travel a lot, and I want reciprocity with states. And you can only right. have that with a gun. If permit. you have the permit, you get reciprocity yeah, you with other only, states that honor that state's reciprocity. So which I, is great. I recommend everybody still get your permit. You don't need it in Georgia, but you're going to need it if you want to cross state lines. Yeah. Now, if you have it coming, and you want to carry, it's legal for you to carry. But I recommend getting it because. Also, when you buy a gun, you don't have to undergo the straight background right. check again right. that because that permit they, they, is a more uh, stringent background check than you get even they, from the They state. do everything short of an anal cavity search when you get your permit, folks. So <laughs> well, you do get an you, FBI you check. Are, I mean, they, oh, like I said, they do everything. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I mean, they, they need they, to do is look at this a, and go, you yeah. know what? Maybe we need to have reciprocity nationwide like driver's licenses. Oh, I, I, I 100%. But so many 100%. states are trying to block and that. And I think Trump mm-hmm. would uh, push for that. Oh, he's already said he would. He yeah. spoke at the NRA yeah. meeting we, a couple we weeks should, ago, and we talked about that last we week. Have, he we said have that was one thing con- he yeah. wants. Because, again, it's the same thing. If you're telling me if I'm going to land in California or New York and you're telling me I can't bring my gun, then the state is responsible for my safety. So if something happens to me with some douchebag criminal, especially if they're illegal from Venezuela, right. then, and they're, and they're then, allowed you are, no then you're going to pay. You're going to pay out the nose to protect Yeah, that city needs to be responsible yeah. for you. 100 and you know who's Athens. Let's take Athens, Georgia, for instance. Athens, Georgia. Listen, folks, Georgia is a pretty red state or, or conservative state, but we have pockets of liberal idiocy. Athens is one of those. 
Athens is run by a DA who openly stated and they made voted for Athens to be a sanctuary city. Oh, right, right. So this Venezuelan wouldn't even have been picked up there, but now he's killed this poor girl. So this that they have um, look I've already said there's blood on Biden's hands the Democrats hands but there's also blood the on the DA's, DA's hands DA's yeah. hands He wants to be a sanctuary city that's she. great she yeah. oh she yeah. wants to be a sanctuary city yeah. And this woman gets killed by an illegal yeah, alien who illegal has alien. a criminal record. Yeah. And note, this the illegal alien didn't come to a part of Georgia where there are people like me and Roger. He went to a part of Georgia where he knew it was a sanctuary city and a libtard haven. And now keep in mind also, college students mostly run between 18 and 22 years mm-hmm. old for the first four years of college. So you cannot carry a gun in Georgia, a pistol, till you're 21. Right. So he was looking and, for a huge pool of people who were and, not going to be armed. And most of these colleges ban students yeah. from having and a all weapon these, anyway. And all these colleges so have gun-free zones. Gun-free zones. So now, not only would the college, so this the city, the college, county, yeah. is going to have to be responsible for this woman's this, death. This bill needs to apply to not just private business. It needs to apply to... To these area, these yeah. cities that do this gun-free crap. I mean, any gun-free person zone. who owns the property puts up a gun-free zone, they need to be responsible 100%. for that person's safety. If you don't want to allow somebody to exercise yep. their Second Amendment right, yeah. so and now, this is great. What a great, great you're anti-gun. Georgia. Yeah, you're anti-gun. That's fine. But now Knock step up. Out. Let's reach into your wallet and start looking yeah. how how gun-free you yep. are. Then, yep. You know, when you start taking response, when you take away the tools to defend yourself, and you don't want to pick up the slack, then. You're held responsible for yep. it. And I think a lot of businesses, if this goes through in Georgia, a lot of businesses are going to rethink their gun-free status. Absolutely. Because they're going to go, gee, the liability here is crazy. Yeah. Do I want to be responsible or do I just want to stop being a libtard idiot? Especially when you walk into a place and go, do you guys stop. have an armed guard here? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Well, you have a gun-free zone. Are well, you going to be able to protect zone? me? Are you going to protect me? Do you have that? 100%. If not, because a lot of these, the shit out of you. <laughs> these businesses should be pushed to support the Constitution, not to, to support politics. And when a, right. when, a, when a company does gun-free zones, they're just caving into Democrat that, lunacy. Now, how does that – I just wonder. I mean, gun, the, the Second Amendment seems like the only bit of federal law – that state, cities, counties, private businesses can deny people yeah. with no issue. With no consequence. Could you imagine if they deny people the right to vote? Yeah. Oh, what no, we're, we're a non-voting state. You don't get to vote in the state. federal election Or we're here. a non-voting city. You can't move here and vote. Well, what if they said well, this is a, uh, a, a non-free speech zone? That's what right. What if you went in and said you can't have free speech here? This is the yeah. city of Florida. If, if, no if you're caught saying anything no. we don't like, we're going to throw you out. I mean, you've got <laughs> cities already that try to prosecute you for for, for hate speech, misgendering. <laughs> oh yeah. Look, I'm sorry if you're a dude just because you're wearing a wig. That's not going to stop me from calling you a dude. That thing hanging down if your, you, between you, your legs is not an udder. You're not a cow. If you, if you <laughs> quack like a dude and you have an Adam's apple, you're a dude. I might call you a dude, not because I'm trying to be mean, because my brain sees you as a dude. That's right. <laughs> I don't see you getting knocked up anytime soon. Yeah. Exactly. It was funny. There was one, uh, a vegan was looking at the milk at the local grocery store and they put the names of the cows on the milk from their farm. <laughs> oh, I thought, cool. okay, that's cute. And she was so pissed off. That all the names of the cows were girl names. Yeah. Uh, of course, someone said, well, well if you dudes, milk a bull, I don't think you're going to get the same result. She, she may like milking <laughs> dudes. Milking the bulls. I mean, maybe then she's into that. But the fact that she was so <laughs> clueless, she didn't understand, she's you prob- don't milk a bull. <laughs> she's probably one of those who, she's probably one of those who, uh, 
doesn't think we need farming. Right, because she thinks groceries just appear. <laughs> food just appears in grocery stores. That's right. We um, no farming that's, necessary. That's oh, Stacey Abrams. Abrams, oh my God. Abrams oh. apparently thinks that, and AOC apparently thinks that she just walks to her bodega down the street in New York City, and they just... Fruit just magically appears. We don't need farmers anymore. Oh, uh, Stacey Evans. Yeah, we've 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 advanced past the point of needing farmers yeah. in Georgia. It's like what? Yeah, I've yet to see oh, the Star people- Trek Enterprise food generator. <laughs> right, right. Let's see the food processor there. Come here. You synthesizer. Yeah, let's just synthesize whatever we want. When that happens, yeah, okay. When that happens, hey, the farmers uh, can take farm. a break. But until then, oh, it's just the fact that these people are leaders. If I, they're supposed to be the best of us. When I can walk up to a microwave and push hot dog, and it just magically appears, Nathan's appears hot dog in the, in the microwave. Then yes. uh, I know farming. Then, then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah but, but oh, the fact that these are the smartest people we have in government. Oh gosh, it's that's where we put our faith. Yeah. It's like, really? Sad. You have no idea where food comes from, and you want to be a leader well, of our people. There's a little hope, Roger. I just saw a headline. Democrats don't want Biden, but they, they want Obama, Clinton, Harris, Newsom even less. <laughs> so hey, wait, does that mean they want Trump? That means they want Trump. In my book, that's Donald J. Trump. He's the only other option that's running oh right gosh, now. That's hilarious. Have, now, I'm curious about, have the Democrats done anything to... Find a replacement for uh, President Biden oh, yet? Yeah, it's Gavin Newsom. They just can't figure out how to do it yet. Oh. Because you got to understand. Because uh, most of the primaries are going to be done in the next, what, two months? No, they're, they're going to try this at the convention. They'll try this oh, at the convention. Oh, they'll just appoint somebody, huh? Yeah, which they can do. Um, so but basically, problem, if you're a Democrat voter, you will not have a choice in who you're is not your gonna candidate. have a choice. They're not, if, if the Democrats get what they want, the voters aren't gonna have a say. Wow. But they don't have a say anyway because they haven't been letting people on the ballots. They wouldn't let RFK on ballots. They're not letting, there's a black guy running. They won't let him on ballots. And I mean, why aren't people outraged at the, the Democrat party? Doesn't so want to let you vote. They're keeping a black man <laughs> off the ballots. But apparently Democrats don't have a problem with that. But well, they're keeping but everybody they're, off the ballot. They're not letting these. And you're a Democrat. Want, yeah, they you're don't not. Want, your party does yeah. not want you to vote for. They anything. don't want you to vote. They and, want you to assign. They're going to assign a candidate. And to they're you. trying to take the opponent off. And then again, they're going to tell you if again, you don't vote for him, you're not who, black. Who does exactly? <laughs> and then they want to not only keep Democrats off the ballot, they want to take the opposition off the ballot. Who does that sound like? Authoritarian people. This is your party. This is your Democrat yeah, you party. Your right to but, vote um, has disappeared with yeah, the Democrats. Listen, I've said this before. I said this years ago. When the Democrats figure out how to get rid of voting, they will. They and will. they're working on it. Right working here, on, you're looking at it. They're working on it right now. You can see it. But when they get to the convention, they're going to try. But I'll tell you this, Roger. The problem is Kamala Harris. They can't get rid of Kamala. Well, because how, if they, if they, if they, how are they going to get rid of they her? They can't. If they go around her somehow and they knock her out, unless she's the, made the some one, sort of agreement at a time, she won't. She won't do it. You trust don't think me. so? She no. really thinks she could win. She wants to be president. And she thinks she can. Oh, oh, trust me. She thinks she can be Trump. She's not going to let a white straight male, especially. Knock her off the ticket. She's the top right now. She's the next in She's line. The, yeah, next they, in and line. that's the game oh, they God. play. And, uh, but they don't want her. But I'll tell you this. There's one group that's still married to Joe Biden and that's suburban black women. And oh. those suburban black women will sit at home if they remove Kamala from the ticket. Because it won't be Ooh. you remove Kamala. It's going to be you remove the black lady. The woman of color. You remove the woman of color. And uh, they just – this is why Joe Biden – Jill, I'm sorry. This is why Jill Biden was smart to make Joe pick Kamala because that's the insurance ticket. That's right. their insurance. That's the ticket. You ain't getting rid of Joe Biden because you got Kamala Harris. Because, I mean, right now, I mean, he's – is he is he even doing any campaigning? 
No, not really. He doesn't have to. They wouldn't let anybody on the ballot. So he's they didn't yeah, well, even they didn't even count against? New Hampshire. They said New Hampshire, no, you moved, you were not counting you. So they didn't even count that Democrat primary. Not that they so, allowed I mean, one anyway. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, Biden yeah. is the guy um, until the convention, and then we'll see if they're now, able to normally pull the, coup, the incumbent but, has a huge advantage anyway oh, going incumbent into the election. Has, I get always, that. Always, always. Yeah. But the fact that Joe Biden is such a let's call him a weak candidate, very <laughs> dementia laden weak candidate. <laughs> yes. And they're not going to allow any kind of – because I have a feeling if they let a few people on the primary ballots, Joe Biden would get oh, annihilated. I, I wouldn't – you know, if they had to let – if somebody had a ran – and that's the other thing. Now, the Kamala, Kamala can't run independent of no, Joe. Yeah. She's kind of hooked to him. She would have to leave the – she would have to resign. Leave office in order to run for presidency. Run. Oh, so she's she, not going to do that. She's, she's still not, hoping something's going to happen. She's not stupid. Happen. She knows she can't no, win well, a primary. Okay, she's not she is, that. She's not that stupid. She's stupid on a lot of things. I put it this way: she's uninformed on a lot, but she's smart enough to know she can't win it on her own. She needs right. to assume. She needs the old white means, guy there to which means prop the, her up. Which means the white guy's got to leave before the convention, or they have to somehow remove him at the convention, and then she's got to be able to step in. But unless they're, they they're can going make to her do something, to. they're going to try to. How are they, I wonder how that's going to happen. That's why I said it's not. I, that's why I they're said they're going to offer I, her something where she's going to say, you know what? I, don't I may not win. win. Nothing's better than the presidency in their eyes, Roger. Right, Nothing. but I wonder if she really. Maybe they'll show her enough poll data where she goes, okay, I can't win if I do this. I'll never be well, in the Democrat Party they again. They won't even show Biden the polling showing he's losing. But there's a today, like he could understand uh, it anyway. Yeah, true. To Wisconsin was the only swing state Joe Biden was winning. Well, as of today, he's not winning it anymore. Wow. He's not now. Again, this is early polling. Right. It's still only. It's only if, February. If you March. Look, yeah, if you look at March. the polling averages, they're trending to Trump. Trump has never, never, not in 2015, not in 2016, not in 2019, not in 2020, never had polling like this. We've got eight Trump, months to go if, till the election. If the election so. were today, Trump would win the popular vote. How crazy is that? Can wow. you imagine well, Donald yeah, Trump I mean, winning the popular vote? A Republican hasn't won the popular vote since George W. Bush. Wow. So and the Democrats, you want to see them lose their mind. Folks, you want to see an insurrection? You wait till <laughs> Donald Trump wins and wins the popular vote, wins the Electoral College. You're going to see an insurrection. You're going to see the Democrats lose their ever-loving minds. Well, I mean, they got to realize and, uh, they don't stand a good chance right now. Their candidate is terrible. Right now they don't because of the dementia patient. Um, but, but I'm, I'm again, curious to see what they, sort they of procedural I just don't see how they can squeeze they're going to try and pull they're, to get him out. Roger, they're trying everything. They're behind the scenes right now trying everything to get to get uh, and Jill now. is fighting. Jill Biden's not going to let it teeth go. And, tooth and nail. Jill, to and I said, I said this in 2020. It ain't Joe Biden that they're going to fight with. It's Jill. Jill's yeah. not going to. Jill loves this power. That's right. She's not going to let it go. She's she, not going to let it go. She thinks she can actually win. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it's, yes, that's it's, interesting to yeah. see that. And I wonder if we get him for a second term, though. If, oh, God. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm Ooh. hoping, praying, and <laughs> hoping there's no way they can cheat enough to get a second I'm hoping, term. I'm hoping, I'm praying, I'm doing the Indian dance, whatever it takes. If they do, though, imagine what his handlers will try and push through on his behalf. Ooh. 
I said it today. Because on my he show. has no, he doesn't know he's going to have no accountability. He doesn't yeah. know any better. Yeah, he doesn't. I said it today on my show, Roger. <laughs> if he wins another term, if you think we have open borders now, you wait till his second term. And I bet they're going to push for gun control term, like you've never it? seen oh, before. They'll, they'll push for gun confiscation. Because they know, yeah, it's going to be like we'll register everything. With, it won't stop with banning AR-15s. They'll ban AR-15s and then they'll try to collect all the AR. You you mark yeah, my it's, words. And the mark crazy thing words. is, you know, gun gun deaths are about eighty five hundred a year. Yeah. And I think back in, I think 2020, 2021 was the last year we had a um, a tally on rifle deaths. Right. Now, you want to take a guess how many people very, were killed with rifles in 2020? Very All few. rifle, hunting rifles, air right. 15s, any, any kind of rifle whatsoever. Right. Out of 8,500 people, guess how many people were killed with any kind of rifle? I'd be surprised if it was 100. No, four, 421. All right. Out of 8,500. 8, and yet, why are they picking this particular weapon to go after? Because it looks bad. But I, also, Roger, if you have an AR-15, you can protect yourself from multiple assailants, including and the government. tyranny yeah, becomes government. a threat that's yeah. a lot harder to inf- to yeah. push through on people if you, they can defend themselves. You can't have tyranny if you got a bunch of citizens with some AR-15s. Armed with appropriate semi-automatic rifles, yeah. right. And now that that number did go up by twenty five percent in this past year in twenty twenty two. I think it jumped up to like five hundred and twenty something. Well, but Roger, out of eighty five, you want to know a common denominator that no one's talking about? What's that? When you look at the last, oh, I don't have my notes. You look at the last five or so shootings, they've yeah. been trans. So oh. you're you're feeling oh, right, you're, right, right. you're pumping somebody who and look I. I know there's some trans people out there that are living a good life and hey, knock yourself out. But there are a lot of trans people right now because of what the politicians and the media has done. You're taking a, a kid who's mentally, already mentally unstable and then you're pumping them with, with hormones and making right, them and worse. Making them less unstable. And then you're wondering why these trans are going out shooting people. I know. I it's mean, insane. There, there's a problem and the Democrats are ignoring it and uh, it's right there in front for everybody to see. Quick. So. Again, there's just like this death in Athens. There's blood on the Democrats' hands. Same thing with some of these gun and these trans. What they're okay these shooters. Real quick, I want to go through this. This was interesting because I had. Oh, I got to find this. Oh, here you go. Okay, this took place. This is over an American dinner table. The son goes, Dad. You know, there's a lot of talk at school about kids identifying as cats or dogs, and they call them furries. So one of my kids told me they thought he was a cat. Said, Dad, I think I'm a cat. No, son, you're a boy. Dad, some of my friends at school identify as cats, and they call themselves furries, and I want to do the same thing. It's my right, and you can't do anything about it. Dad, okay. Son, where's my supper? Oh, your supper's in the cat food bowl in the corner. <laughs> now get that off the table, you mangy cat. <laughs> that's the what? way. What? He goes, the Dad hits him with a broom. <laughs> get off the table, you mangy cat. <laughs> son in the corner, kind of looking a little bewildered. Me to my wife. Has the cat been neutered yet? <laughs> wife, oh, I'll make the call on that tomorrow. Son, what? <laughs> Your mother and I have decided we don't want a house cat anymore, so get out in the barn and hunt mice for a living. Yeah. <laughs> Dad pulls the broom out again now. Out to the barn, you stupid cat. <laughs> His son. Dad, I think I'm a boy. No, I thought so. Now sit I down and eat your supper. So. sit down and eat. That's the way a parent should handle it right there. Enabling this kind of crazy behavior yeah, is right. what causes it to be acceptable. Oh, of course. You know, if parents were to discipline, and when they make... St- you know, it's yeah. crazy because... But it's politicians and media and teachers, government teachers, that are telling you, no, you can't discipline your child. 
Well, yeah, hell well, I can't. Well, you're not disciplined. <laughs> hey, make him eat out of a cat food bowl if he's a cat. That's it. Yeah, right. You, you know, you don't get to sleep inside if you're a cat. You sleep outside. I'll give you a sleeping bag, but you're sleeping outside. And you don't that's need running right. water. You go poop in the backyard somewhere. That's yeah, what a cat that's does. That's right. You go, I'll give you a box you, yeah, full of sand. I'll give you some cats of cat litter and sand. <laughs> And that's, oh, you know, and that's man. the thing. If you make them realize how ridiculous some of these things are, I think even a teenager would realize, okay, that, that's not a good idea. I'm backing up when, on that one real quick. Oh, Roger, it's 100% true. When I, when my nephews were growing up, I always made them talk through some of the things that they would do or, or some of the things they would ask and make them come to their own right, logical, right. commonsensical conclusion. Make them think uh, for themselves. That's, well, that's something they the, don't teach the, in government the schools. Biggest danger, oh. yeah. The government We've schools. We've got they to don't take a quick break. I know you got to run out yeah, of here. I'm going to get out of here. Well, I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. Attention, veterans! America's Web Radio has a contest just for you. We are giving away an AR-15 style weapon to a lucky veteran. If you are a veteran or active duty, you can enter for a chance to win by submitting an entry form at americaswebradio.com/giveaway. That's americaswebradio.com slash giveaway. Please read the official rules for more information. Good luck, and thank you for listening. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. Advertise your product or service around the world on America's Web Radio for only $5 for a 30-second spot. You can send us your pre-recorded spot, or we can produce it from your copy. There is a minimum purchase of 20 spots. We will provide a confirmation of play affidavit at the conclusion of scheduled run. For more information, email gm at americaswebradio.com. That's gm at americaswebradio.com. This is a limited time offer, so don't delay. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. Now, I want to talk about something interesting here. I know this is a really popular idea in the past was to have smart guns with biometrics or RFID technology. So only the authorized user could use the smart gun. And they did come up with one, and it was praised by gun control fans as being, it's the saving grace. This is how we're going to have gun control. If only your gun can be used by one person. If only the person's coded to this gun can use it. And then it turns out it can be disabled with a small magnet on a ring. So, yeah, that wasn't very good. So it didn't fall. Now it, now you're seeing more. The gun thing has kind of fallen by the wayside because they cannot get a reliable coded weapon to work when it's supposed to. So that kind of, I mean, do you want to have something that could potentially lock you out and not let you use your own weapon when you need it? Of course you don't. Nobody wants that. You have a weapon because you keep control of it. You know how to maintain it. You know how to keep it safe 
from people who are not supposed to use it. That's your responsibility as a weapon owner. In case you don't do that, you need to start. But having guns coded for certain, you know, for, for, uh, certain RFID codes, it's just not practical. I mean, I don't know how many of you have biometrics on computers or on door locks and things like that. And every now and then, I'm sure now some of them probably work very well. Others of them probably on occasion, you get a little peanut butter on your finger and all of a sudden it's not working right. Imagine that. You know, you're sitting there eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Somebody breaks into your house. You reach for your gun and your gun doesn't identify you because you have a little peanut butter on your finger. Yeah, this is the kind of issue you don't want to have when you're dealing in a life and death situation. You don't want to have something that's so easily disabled that it can cause you to put yourself, you know, in harm's way by being a little messy or by not washing your hands properly or whatever it may be. So the gun thing has kind of died out, but now they're coming out with gun safe models with automatic locks that are biometric in nature. So basically your whole gun safe will be, all your guns are locked in there and you have to rely on a biometric locking code to be able to get into it. Now this, you know, if the technology moves along fast enough, this would be a great thing. You know, you could have, uh, I don't know, let's just get retinal scanning, fingerprinting, voice recognition. There are a lot of places now that have voice recognition technology. I know that I have some, uh, companies that I deal with that they recognize, I can answer a few questions on the phone and they can identify it as me from my voice pattern. Now granted, if I have a cold or a flu and I'm not speaking right, or I just took a big, uh, swallow of ice cream and I, I'm a little hoarse or not speaking clearly, that will mess that up. So again, It's going to be difficult to get it perfected, but it seems like it's on its way to working. But in the meantime, all these safes are set up with biometrics, and they're apparently not working properly. 120,500 gun safes were recalled this past week. Four different models sold by, listen, Walmart, Amazon, and Bass Pro Shops. Three big retailers had 120,000 different biometric locks, safes recalled because they could fail to open or be opened by unauthorized users. Now, come, imagine that. You know, your your kid is able to get into your gun safe because it's biometric, even if he doesn't know the the combination. That's going to be very bad. You know, you program it to to match the door lock or something, and your kids or your guests have access to that, and the biometric feature doesn't work. Or if the batteries die. Here it is. You hear somebody beating down your back door. You go to your safe. Oh, my God, the batteries are dead in the gun safe. You can't get into it. Now you have to try and find the key that you put away because you didn't think you'd ever need it once your, once your batteries were installed and your, and your safe was key coded or whatever. And now it's not working. You know, it's, there's too many, there's too many problems with these things yet. And I'm all for technology. I like it. I usually like technology because it makes things easier, better, faster. But when it doesn't work, it makes things harder, more difficult. And now it makes things potentially dangerous that you don't have access to a key part of your home protection program because you have a biometric lock that's malfunctioning or doesn't work properly. So be aware of this. When you're buying a gun safe, be aware of this possibility. Now, if it's got that, and a good backup with a number combination you could push also, that might be something to consider. But just to rely on biometrics or smart safes, I don't think we're there yet. It's not, it's not reliable enough to depend on every time you need it. You gotta sit there and think, would I 
bet my life that this safe is going to work every time I need it. Now, granted, if it works properly and you replace the batteries on a regular basis without having to be reminded. Now, before you say, oh, yeah, yeah, I would do that. I would definitely do that. Think about how think about how many of you have smoke alarms that start beeping on occasion because the batteries are low because you didn't replace it twice a year or once a year like you're supposed to. Keep that in mind. I don't know. Some people are probably very good at this and it'll work properly. But as for the rest of us. You know, replacing a battery in a smoke detector is not always highest on your priority list, and it happens. And then they start beeping, and then they're essentially useless until you replace the battery. But imagine access to your primary home defense weapon <clears throat> is locked in a safe that you can't get into because the battery died. There you go. It's just it's it's a it's a risk I personally would not want to take. I would not want to risk my life on a battery-operated safe that may or may not be able to perform when I get ready to use it. If it does, great. And there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of them out there. But so far, there's been 90 incidences where unauthorized users were able to get into the safes despite the biometric protections. So you're going, are fingerprints that similar or are these just not as advanced as some of them need to be? Maybe the biometrics are lower-level biometrics, so a similar fingerprint will open it if it's close enough. If it hits four or five points, maybe that's enough. It's funny. I grew up <clears throat> driving old uh, older cars from the 70s, and I remember a couple of friends had keys that were so worn they could start each other's cars. Even though they were different years and different models, they were close enough to where the keys were so worn they could actually start the car. So this is kind of one of those things, you know, where if your biometrics are close enough to somebody else, somebody else can gain access to your primary weapon. And I would say right now the technology is not there. I wouldn't invest in it too much or maybe as a backup. I would want to have a primary way into my safe to where I would not have to rely on battery operation. So there's always that too. But be aware of this. And like I say, with that many safes recalled, Obviously, the technology is not there yet, but it it may be in the future. I don't know. I'm not saying this will never be a viable technology, but with 120,000 recalled, saying that a possible let's see, okay, safe to recall because the biometric lock could fail or be opened by unauthorized users, posing a serious injury hazard and risk of death. The deadly hazard is widespread in products across the nation. They urge consumers to stop using the biometric lock feature and remove the batteries. So apparently, if you don't want your gun locked up safely, put it in a put it in one of these electronic safes. If you want it locked up so safely you can't get to it, put it in an electronic safe. They're saying these are not good. A hundred thousand recalls though. Oh my gosh, that's insanity. You know, especially with something that needs to be dead on reliable. Now I'm not saying every Every gun ever manufactured is going to be dead on reliable every single shot, but they are very close to 100%. I'd rather have a gun malfunction in my hand and me be able to cycle through, get it up and running again, than not being able to get it out of the box. I mean, (laughs) when it's not out of the box, I don't even stand a chance. At least when I have it in my hand, I stand a chance. Proper training will help you get through a possible misfire, possible malfunction, possible, you know, uh, problem with the pistol you should be able to work it through work the problem get it running again momentarily while a locked up safe that you can't get into that's going to be a whole lot more difficult to 
to get that figured out quickly and easily. <clears throat> so just be aware of that when you go shopping for a safe. You know, I'm not even a big fan, honestly, of some of the electronic safes that just use a code punched in. So, but again, if you change the batteries every year, then chances are you'll probably be okay or just check it even once a week to make sure. And they will give you a little bit of warning on some of them. So you can know, oh, the batteries are getting low. And a lot of them have keys you can use also. And if you keep that key handy, you might be able to go past the biometric or the electronic lock, get into the safe anyway. But you have to keep that as a contingency plan. And it cannot be something you bury somewhere. Oh, it's in the, it's in my nightstand drawer somewhere. I have no idea where because I didn't label it, but I kind of know what it looks like. And then in the middle of the night when something happens, you're going to be fumbling around your drawer with a flashlight trying to find that key. That may or may not still be in there since the last time you threw it in there, along with the other 20 keys you have in there from various other parts of your house or cars or motorcycles, boats, sea-doos, whatever it is that you've got in that drawer also. Yeah. Just give me an old-fashioned lock. I'll take it every time. Now, granted, a combination lock can take a little more time, but if you practice it, it'll get easier. And a digital lock, if it's kept up, functions every time you put the numbers in relatively Reliable in that respect, but the biometrics, just not there yet. All right. <clears throat> well, let's move on from there. Now we're going to go to, where are we going? To Jersey, one of our favorite gun control states where they think gun control is taking guns away from people. Let me tell you, controlling guns has more to do with proper stance, proper grip, good sight picture, using good ammo, and training with your weapon. That is gun control. That's, I'm all for gun control when it involves those things. But these people have just reached a new level of ridiculousness. The local board of education has decided to start a fight with a possible New Jersey gun store because they decided it's too close to the school for their preferences. Even though it fits all the rules, it goes within all the codes, all the the ordinances the city has put up, are, it meets every requirement necessary. They want to extend that and just decide randomly that they don't want it because there's a school within a quarter mile of where this gun store is in a shopping center. Like they think they're just going to be handing out guns like candy on Halloween. No. First of all, if you're under 18, you're probably not going to even get a chance to walk into a gun store without being carded or checked. Plus, I know in New York, you can't even handle a weapon if you don't have a permit to own one. They can show you rifles and shotguns, but you can't even touch a pistol if you don't have a pistol ownership permit. Yeah, you, there's none of this, and that's not a carry permit. That is an ownership permit. And instead in New York, you must have a permit just to purchase a handgun. Not carry it. Not put it anywhere just to be able to purchase one. You must have a permit, which to me seems kind of ridiculous. Could you imagine? You need a permit to vote. You have to qualify. You have to fill out forms. You have to pay money. And from what I understand, the permit application is like 30, 40 pages long and costs several hundred dollars to submit. Now, that seems like a tax on the ownership of weapons to me, and I'm surprised they're able to even let this happen. Could you imagine if they charge people $200 to vote? What would the outrage there be? Oh, you're disenfranchising me. From what? From a right which is not listed in the Constitution? You do not have the right to vote. Let me clearly just say that. If you think you do, by all means, send me the place in the Constitution so I can read up on this where it says anybody in this country has a right to vote. All it says is you do not have the right to discriminate 
against somebody in an election based on certain factors, gender, race, age, once you get past voting age, things like this. You can't discriminate against somebody for those things. But your right to vote is nowhere in that Constitution. You can read it head to tail, top to bottom, side to side. It is not in there. While the right to keep and bear arms is clearly stated, clearly emphasized, and is the second of the first ten amendments and all the amendments in the Constitution. It is the second one. How important does that make it? I would say that puts it pretty high on the list. And these people are trying to stop this store from opening because they're holding a hearing, even though they're not violating any ordinances. No codes are being violated. But they decided, well, you know what? We just don't want a gun store here. It's like there's nothing in this city's coding that would prevent it. So they're going to have to have meetings and they're going to have to uh, decide what they want to do. So they're basically going to violate their own local ordinances, their own local codes, and try and put in new laws just because of what their opinion is, regardless of what the law actually states, regardless of what laws are in place already. And the fact that these people went through all the trouble to find a place, get it set up, get it ready to go, meeting every single requirement that the county, city, state had, and now they're deciding, well, no, just because you met those doesn't mean we don't want to throw a few more obstacles in your way. This is just this is just pure discrimination, pure and simple. Do you imagine if they discriminate against other businesses because of that? Oh no, well you sell cigarettes, we don't want you within ten miles of a school. You know, oh you sell you know tools, you sell power tools and kids under eighteen shouldn't have those. So we don't want you anywhere within ten miles of a school. And here it's well within I think it's like a five hundred foot limit and they're over a quarter mile away. So they're almost three times the distance that they would have to be from the school, and they're still trying to shut them down. And they're trying to say that the only problem is the owner wants to shop <clears throat> to be business. He's approved to do so, but there's small but vocal number of residents intent on stopping him. They don't care what the law says. They don't care what the law is. They want their opinion to be more valuable than the law. That's when we need to shut these people down. They need to be sued for violating the local laws or put in prison or given a ticket or fined for violating the local law by telling you can't because they don't they don't like it you know i don't like the fact that your grass is green i'm going to sue you i'm going to prevent you from living here because i don't like the color of your skin i don't like the fact that you have more than two kids i don't like the fact that you drive a certain brand of car this is completely ridiculous totally ludicrous that this is something because they don't like it they want to stop it even though it's not violating any local, state, or federal laws, they just want this to be a, they're just grabbing at straws now, trying to be like, like Victor said before he left, authoritarianism, fascism. This is what it's all about right here. These people can just decide they want to be the squeaky wheel and stop people from operating their businesses because they don't like what they do. So that means they could stop anybody, I guess. And it's funny because a lot of things are considered, you know, adult only. Adult graphic material, adult alcohol consumption, cigarettes, tobacco, all those things, they're considered adult and you can't have them within so many feet of a school. I get that. But when you're within the rules and regulations that are there 
Why would you let somebody just decide that they're going to make up their own rules or just decide they're not going to listen to any of the rules that are already in place and just decide, oh, we don't care if he's got all the permits. We don't care if he got approved by the city. We don't care. We want to stop it anyway. We don't like it. So imagine it's just, oh, it just, it's not what this country was founded on. We were founded on freedom. We were founded on the right to choose. We were founded on the right to vote. We were founded on the right to keep and bear arms. We were founded on the right to free speech. And these people just want to take that, throw it all out the window, and start over with what they think is proper. They're the only ones who makes a. They're the only ones who they want to be making decisions on this stuff. And I'm hoping this goes the right way, and the business owner gets his permits or gets his. Agreement. He's got permits supposedly already, but they're not letting it open. It's bigotry is what it is, pure and simple. So hopefully they get their store open, the objections go away, and any money or any cost to him will be reimbursed by these people who are trying to stop him from running a business in America. That's what I want to see. I want to see the pendulum swing the other way. Make the people who are violating the law be responsible for it. Every day he's not open and losing money and paying rent on a location, make them pay for that. Make them raise money. Charge these people who are doing it. They're violating the law. They're violating his civil rights. They're violating constitutional rights, and yet they're getting away with it. They need to be held accountable. That's the problem. We need to hold people accountable when they violate the law. Just like in Georgia, we talked about the beginning of the show, the fact that business or owners of private property can will be held accountable if this law goes through, if they do not allow you to carry your weapon on the property and defend yourself. If they take away your right to self-defense and anything happens to you, they immediately become responsible for any harm you may suffer. And I think I would take it beyond that. Take it that that family may suffer if somebody is is hurt. You need that private property owner needs to be responsible if he doesn't allow you to exercise your Second Amendment right. Yes, owning and carrying a gun is not a privilege. It is a right. It is guaranteed in the Constitution. And I can't believe that so many people just decide they don't want to honor that right. If they're in the United States, they should be forced to honor that right, or they need to make their business private. You need a membership card to come into this business. If you don't have one, that way at least you can sign away your rights when you apply for the membership card. But if you're open to the public, you need to, you need to be held accountable for public law. You need to know you have that right available to you. If you want to become a private membership club, that's fine. Costco, they can set right, they can set limitations. But now if they do it in Georgia, they'll be held They'll be held accountable for any harm that comes to anybody. Even though you signed away your right, that private business will be held accountable for your safety while you're in there if they don't allow you to carry a gun. So keep that in mind. All these other businesses, if you're in Georgia, you better watch out because if anything happens on your property, you're going to be held accountable. You'll be held responsible, especially if you limit the Second Amendment to the Constitution in your business because you feel you're better than that. What are you above the Constitution? You're beyond it. It doesn't apply to you. Yeah, I'm going to wait till you come and try and vote and say, oh, no, there's a $200 fee for you to be able to vote today and see how you like that. Oh, no, you don't have the right to vote. It's not there. It's a privilege to be able to vote. Apparently, that's the case. Am I wrong? I don't know. If I am, 
you can write me, Roger, at americaswebradio.com. I want to hear your opinions. I want to hear somebody call me out. I want to tell me I'm wrong. Tell me the Constitution doesn't apply to everywhere in the country where it is the law of the land. How you can just violate whatever amendments you want or whatever federal law you want because you feel like it. Because you don't like that law. You don't agree with it. So you're just not going to honor it. You're just not going to have your business or your private property go along with the law of the land. Maybe you need to move. Maybe it's time. I hear Canada is looking for some new people. Of course, their immigration structure is much tougher than ours is. I mean, you could probably come in over the border, violate whatever laws you want, and you get put out on bail the same day. So there's that also. Yeah, find some someplace better than the United States if you don't like it here. If you don't like the fact that we have the right to keep and bear arms, if the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, if that bothers you, then by all means, feel free to move. Or there's the other way. You could ch- you could get enough support to change the Constitution, but I have a feeling that's going to be hard to do. With over 400 million guns in this country, that's more than one for every man, woman, and child in this country. Now, granted, not every household has a gun, but the number of households gaining guns has been going up steadily for the past five years. Since 2019, the number of households o- owning guns has gone up steadily from there. Usually it's just a few percent, as many as I think 15% one year. And you got to realize what time period that was. That was 2019, right before 2020 when COVID hit full steam and everything was shut down. People had all this time on their hands. And crime was running rampant because nobody had to be at work. And the government was paying everybody to stay home. And everybody and all these criminals just decided, you know what, it's hard to find people out now, so we're just going to have to go to where they are and try and commit these crimes to make a living. And a lot of people saw that police were being vilified at this time, too. So police were backing down. They were backing away from criminal activity going, you know what, I'm not going to give up my job. I'm not going to lose my pension by doing something that's going to protect anybody if there's any chance that I can be held accountable beyond what is right and reasonable. So that's the time this started. I mean, back in late 2019, gun prices, ammo prices were at the lowest they had been in probably over 20 years. Now, the gun prices now are good again. They're coming back down. The supply lines are full. And I know tax returns are coming back. It's uh, at the end of February now, which means tax returns you should have filed already or get ready to file soon. When you get that tax return back, if you're interested in buying a gun, right now is a good time. The prices are low. They've stabilized. The pipeline is full of supply, so it should be easy to find what you want and be able to jump in if you've never never done it before. Or here's another thing. If you know somebody who's interested, volunteer to take them to the gun store. Show them around. Be there to help them out because it's daunting to go into something like that where you don't know anything about it. You don't want to humiliate or embarrass yourself. You don't want to do anything wrong or, uh, you know, you don't want to if you don't know the etiquette in a gun store, you don't want to go in and end up making major faux pas. The first thing you should do is tell somebody, I don't own a gun. I've never had one before, but I'm interested. What can you tell me? That's if you don't have a friend who already is into weapons or has guns or somebody you trust. I mean, I always, I've gone with several people to buy their first weapon. And one thing I'll tell them, if somebody tells you what kind of gun to buy without asking you any questions, without looking at the size of your hands, without putting something in your hand to see how it feels, 
they're not the person you need. You need somebody to guide you. You don't need somebody to just throw something at you, and that's going to be what you get. You need somebody to give you guidance that you can appreciate that you, to where you get the best weapon possible for your needs, for your physical stature, for your abilities. And someone who just randomly re- recommends something off the cuff without asking you anything or knowing much about you is not the kind of person you want. Keep going until you find somebody who doesn't. If not, you can go to almost any gun range in the country and they offer basic classes. Now these basic classes are mostly going to concentrate on safety. There's going to be a lot of safety things involved. There's going to be a lot of safety rules recited over and over again. And they're going to emphasize this over and over and over again. They're going to beat it into you because a gun can be a deadly weapon. It can be a useful tool, but it can also, it's also a deadly weapon at the same time. So respect for it, learn how to use it properly, all extremely important in gun ownership. So if you're getting that tax return back, start shopping around, start looking, go to gun stores, go to ranges, go to gun shows, put your hands on a few things, see what you like, see what you don't like, see what feels comfortable. And if you have somebody to explain things to you, get them to give you the rundown, show you the difference between a semi-automatic and a revolver. So between a large one, a small one, a medium one, don't buy a tiny little pocket pistol because you think it's going to be best for what you need. If you can't hold it properly, you're not going to have a good time shooting. You're not going to be accurate. You're not going to be effective when it comes to defending yourself, your family, or your property. That's your goal. You want to be your own first responder. That's something I've been telling people for years, and not just with a gun. The second most important thing would be have first aid available to you. You know, in case things don't go well or something happens in a natural disaster, tree comes through the window, you know, something something gets damaged in your house, the power goes out, you trip and fall. Do you have first aid in the house to deal with anything with as many things as possible without having to rely on first responders? Make sure you take care of that. Get that done. So the tax returns are coming back. Get in there. Go looking. Go shopping. Treat yourself. Treat your family to the first responder that they deserve the most. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.